Welcome back or welcome to Sports Dribble Podcast, powered by Sports Rewind Digital, joined by Davo and BJ again this week, fellas. Evening all. Evening. How are we going? Good, mate. I see you got the cricket in the background there, Davo. Of course. On a hat trick, mate. What what's going on there? Well, the Thunder were only chasing 122. Stars were pretty dismal with the bat and uh good old Trent Bolt. The Kiwi came in, got a uh, was on a hat trick two wickets in a row. So the, the Thunder are two for ten at the moment, chasing one twenty three. So we'll keep an eye on that as we as we carry on through the night. But Beautiful. yeah, not a good start by the Thunder. <laughs> what about the Davo household, mate? Any cricket this week? Yeah, the usual sure. amount of cricket. Yep. Um, so as in the morning, the daughter kicked it off. Another thirty five not out. So uh, she's she's doing well. She's now overtaken me in in the runs. So she's up to two hundred and thirty one runs, I think. And I'm at two hundred and five. So um, she did well. They got a win in the morning. Uh, we got a win in the afternoon. I got promoted up a grade this week. Yep. Only only got twelve, but took two wickets. Nice. Uh, but the star of the week was the misses this week. Um, so they they fielded first, took two wickets. Uh, one catch and two runouts, and then came into the bat and forty-two not outs. So, oh, yes. stop it. Yeah, so she she got player of the week this week, and this is bragging for the bragging rights in the in the house for the week. Now, did you have awesome. to cook all week, or what was the deal there? Yeah, well, we haven't really worked out what the punishment is. I think it's just bragging rights, and just any time we talk about cricket, it's like, do you remember how on Saturday I did this? So, uh, yeah, have to have fun yeah. living off that for a while. Oh, that's good. About you, Randall? How how are the boys going, mate? Any uh sport for them this week? Uh just the usual, mate. Just the usual. Uh bit of basketball tonight. Yep. I think uh they got dealt their first loss for the year. So it's a bit of a right. so, bit of a somber home. But um, you know, what do you do? You can't win them all. Yep. Yeah, but it was, at least it was a close game this week. I think thirty four twelve, I think they got beat. So Character building. For him. Yeah, that's it. It's good. Got to lose. Can't win all the time. How about... Uh, uh, not much for me, mate. Uh, a few COVID cases in our house this week, so we've been laying a bit low and um, yeah, got a little bit of a sore throat myself coming into work for Saturday, Sunday, I think. So <laughs> it's not good, not good, mate. Just got to hope be you get better. Yeah, just quick recovery. Be Never know yeah. with these things. Well, there's a couple in the cricket. Water. There's a couple in this uh, cricket game, actually. Yeah, a couple of players with, with COVID, and they're, st- they're still out there playing. So I don't know oh, how that wow. all works at the moment. Yeah, uh, all the rules have changed. Yeah, Marcus Stoinis, he sit, <laughs> sitting in Canberra with a uh, a blanket on, with his pads on, helmet. Went out there. What did you get, Dave? A golden, a golden, golden duck, duck. wasn't it? Yeah, yep. first first baller. Yeah, walked straight back in. That's, that's so that's social isolating for you. Yeah. Go out, get a golden duck, come back and sit down. That's <laughs> what's uh what's gonna be bad for him though is the second bloke also got a duck, so he'll be in the showers having a beer out of the same cubicle. <laughs> so that's not gonna be much much good. Much distancing there. No, with that sort of performance they need to be off. Waterboard Oval now has uh separate cubicles in the showers, don't they? The new new center. No, mate, we took the balls down. Ah, good. Good. <laughs> Beautiful. Sure, like. <laughs> let's um let's jump into the tidbits. Uh last week, the tidbits. Uh we separated them and made a separate video. Uh, a couple of people asked for that because they don't want to listen to you blokes ramble on all week, you know. Last so you're you're the exception, about... are you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh they didn't mention my name. Uh, might have been YouTube accounts ending with Hudson or something. I don't know. No. Anyway, <laughs> fellas, uh, tidbits seem to be the most popular. So I hope you blokes produce this week with some good ones. Um, let's kick it off with this week's tidbits. Who who wants to shoot first? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Just a couple of uh, the sporting contracts, mainly the baseball. But uh, old Aaron Judge, we all know he signed that nine year. $360 million contract, which is crazy money, but uh, 
the Yankees now have over $1 billion invested in three people, which is more than what the whole Miami Marlins franchise is worth. So there's your first, the first little bit. But if you break down Judge's contract, it goes to $770,000 per week or $110,000 per day, $4,500 per hour or $76 per minute. Just yeah. let that sink in for a little while. So, And that's for the next nine years. So you can sit there, look at his watch. Oh, just got another 76 bucks. Gone to the toilet. On the toilet for five minutes. Well, there's another couple hundred bucks. So isn't that just crazy? It is crazy. Wouldn't, crazy get, wouldn't, get, a, wouldn't get out of bed for that. Yeah. Oh, you're an electrician, mate. You're, you're right. You're, you're up there with him. But oh, really? um, that leads into the second tidbit and still the best contract ever. So Trey Turner signed a, the contract with the Phillies. It expires in 2033. The New York Mets will still be paying Bobby Bonilla at that time. Now, uh, that still, to me, is the best contract ever. It is. It's a million bucks every July 1st. And even after Trey Turner's done, Bobby B still being paid. Mate, he's probably going to be passed on and still getting paid. Yeah. It's inheritance <laughs> to the kids or something. It's yeah. a good one. I wonder if there's a clause in it that if he does die, that that's it. They can, they can stop paying. I doubt it. Who knows? Uh, yeah. I'm sure yeah. both sides' lawyers will come up with something. But another 11 years, and like Bob, what, Bobby B, he hasn't played for, what, at least 10, 15 years? Yeah. Easy. So, wow. Crazy. <laughs> so that's that's us for this week. Beautiful. Yeah. Randall? Right, I've got one that comes uh, thanks to Super 70 Sports, and it says, in June of 1974, Nolan Ryan, hopefully everybody knows who Nolan Ryan is, threw 235 pitches against the Red Sox. He made his next start three day, on three days rest. And then, oh, and, and he won. He then went on a pitch for the 19, for 19 more years. So, so much for uh, looking after your arm in the young blokes, eh? Hey? Yeah. They're all about they're all about looking after arms and all this sort of stuff. Nah, just throw, just get probably, it throw. Probably had his arm full of ice in the ice pack for the next three hours and probably crushed ten tinnies while the ice <laughs> pack it. was on his elbow and shoulder and good to go. And didn't he throw like out the first pitch for uh, an Astros game when he was what fifty three? Was he fifty three? Oh, sixty three. And still hit 87 <laughs> on the ceremonial first pitch. That's awesome. So he probably didn't even, probably didn't even warm up. No. Or warmed up with a tinny and a dart. Yeah. No. Adds to the legend of of Nolan. That's it. While we're, while we're also still talking about contracts, Dave, I did see a nice little quote there from a bloke playing in, uh, in Perth at the moment. Josh Reddick, yeah. former Astros player, said... I guess I should have tried to hit 200 and strike out 150 times a year. I probably could have made $20 million a year at this point in my life. Yeah, I think, cool. he's a bit, I think he's a bit dirty on the way the game's played these days. I'd say so, mate. Just a little bit. Just a that, little bit. That old Cody Bellinger, a slight little dig there, I'd say. That's it. That's it. Nothing wrong with a bit of a dig. No. What, what about this one? This week, fellas, uh, Tom Brady, uh, we all know he's getting on in years. He's probably not quite as old as you, Davo, but, you know, close. getting close, mate. Brock Purdy is the first quarterback to beat Tom Brady in a first career start ever. Mate, it was an absolute gem of a game. If this bloke can play like that, you know, for the remainder of the season, he's going to have a job wherever he wants to go. He was unreal, and, and he was he was the last pick draft. He was the last draft pick, wasn't he? Yeah, last year is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. And 
you think and, how many starts Brady has had over his career. So, and yeah, that just adds to that stat, doesn't it? And the best thing was straight after the game, Brady was straight over there talking to him, congratulating him. Um, and also we were talking about this one earlier, Davo, the player that, uh, that picked him off. Who was it? I can't even remember who it was, but he got him to sign Tom Brady to sign the ball. That was awesome. Shows you the character of Tom Brady, though, doesn't it? We all rag on him a fair bit. Well, I do. But he's just an absolute gem of a player and, and well-respected. And it is, because that was quite the flogging, too. Like, yeah, what was it, 35 it was. to 7 or something? Yeah, like 35 to 7, yeah. Oh, 35-0 for most of the game. Yeah. And he got picked several times. He could have just easily just stormed off and, boom, straight up the tunnel after that sort of loss. But, yeah, to stay there and do that, it does yeah. they say things about him. Absolutely. Uh, next one i got, fellas, um, the Grinnell Athletics. This is from Slam University in basketball. Grinnell men's basketball team set the NCAA record with 111 three-point tries with every field goal attempt being a three. What is going on there? So they they won by an absolute shitload. I think they won by like 60 points. But there's talk of it being, you know, a bit disrespectful and, you know, the other team and stuff like that. But to only have three-point attempts was uh, pretty amazing. Like, they're leaving the alley open for them to run up and they're just there passing off, passing off. Three, three. It's pretty cool. That's something you do on the PlayStation. That's, yep. that's it. 100%. And that's what they were talking about. It was like playing NK23. It it is it is slightly disrespectful, like just to sort of not not sort of play the game in good faith, like to play it fully, but yeah, crazy. Absolutely. While we're talking about disrespectful, we're in a new segment this week. I'm uh, introducing the whinge of the week, wine of the week, whinge of the week, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to run with whinge of the week. Whinge of the week this week is uh, from Zion Williamson's dunk. So I posted a little short there of Zion's 360 windmill dunk. I don't know if you've like seen it, but uh, it was... Pretty bloody big. Uh, end of the game, a few seconds to go, and they sort of flip the ball. Usually in basketball, you, if you're winning, you just sort of dribble the ball out and play it out. Now this one, yeah, home game, big dunk, and it was more than a dunk. I'm going to play it for us, guys, because it was, uh, it was a good one to watch if I can get this to work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good on you. What, what was the spread in Las Vegas? Yeah, who knows? But uh, maybe, maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe it did. Ooh. Maybe it did. Here we go. <laughs> if you blokes can see this, but yeah. It gets a little heated after this. Uh... I'm disappointed with the caption that scuffle. <laughs> if that's what they call a scuffle, please. Yeah. It's worse than rugby league handbags at 10 paces. But what they're talking about is um, also what they're talking about is the play before uh, 18 seconds ago or whatever. And one of the players just did a layup as well when he could have held the ball and Unwritten rules in sport, they're, they're everywhere. Um, I don't know. Do you guys think that's a bit disrespectful? That think, dark there or? With the scoreline, it, you know, it wasn't a blowout game. No. no it's only that, nine that, points, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, obviously they can't, they can't win. So there's, you know, yeah. If they're down that end of the court and the points are there to take, it's fine. But, you know, He's just thrown the ball half the court, yeah. To an to an un like to an open player, who I I think that's the biggest thing that makes it that I think makes it disrespectful that 
there was no need for that. They could have just dicked around with the ball down there at that at that end and you know held it, passed it around, and you know the clock winds down. Yeah. No, it was almost game over, and yeah, yeah, long pass, and then yeah, that's right. That's right. That pass, dunk. that pass isn't getting any commentary. It's like yes, they have a go at Zion for doing the dunk, but like you said. If old mate had just held the ball and just slowly walked it to half court, uh, like they often do, so be it. But yeah, he he hoiks it down there. What are you supposed to do? Yeah, it was a fair dunk, though. Oh yeah, it was nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so about I should say it wasn't a blowout. So no. No. Uh, if it had a, if they had been up by twenty points or something, then you might have thought, yeah, okay. But yeah, it wasn't wasn't that bigger. Bigger dif- like difference, and you look at um as I said the play before was a layup, so there's another two points, so it's two points closer as it is. So you know yeah. it isn't a blowout. Uh, look, it's a home game. Oh. It was a home game uh, for the Pels, put on a show for the crowd. You know, in his defence, he come back and said those guys, you know, sent them home last year, so it was a bit of a show to them that look at me, look what I'm doing this year, and they are doing really well, the Pels. So while we're talking about unwritten um, rules in, in sport, I know we, we know a few with baseball. Um what do you guys think are these unwritten rules in sport are they outdated? Is there still room for them? Um no in baseball you know, you, you get a few different rules where you're showing some respect to the other team. Is it just about the respect now or what do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's getting to that point. Um, a lot of the unwritten rules are sort of going out the window. Like the game, all games are changing these days. Like you keep hearing the motto, let the kids play sort of thing. So they're bringing flair, they're trying to, Bring the crowds, get the crowds involved, but there's still there's still a need for some to be there. Like we talked about before, it's like with baseball, the unwritten rules. Like if you're up against a guy who's throwing a no hitter or a perfect game or whatever, there's no bunt attempts, sort of thing. It's just okay. You ride the game, let the game develop. But um, I think a lot are going out the window. We struggle to find what other ones there are these days. So yeah, um, times are changing. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, 10, you know, no stealing and bunting when your runs up and stuff like that. I mean, when we played early days of baseball, Randall, we were often down by 10 to 20 runs, you know, but most of the teams are pretty good about that. We had no one in first grade for years and years where we're getting flogged. We still love the game. We still played the game as hard as we could. Um, and teams respected you even though you weren't at their level or whatever it might be. Um, and that's what's good about sport. Yeah, I suppose the big one you look at now too is, is the home run, isn't it? Like we, we only saw it a few weeks back. We, to- we, we spoke about it. You know, the big cl- clothesline coat hanger leading to a punch-up because old mates, you know, hit a, hit a jack, bat flip, pimped it, you know, nice little slow trot. No one, no one ever talks about the pitches. If you know you strike out a big hitter in a big pressure situation, they, you know, they get worked up too. You know, you look at yeah. people like Liam Hendricks and stuff like that. Like he gets pumped up, and it's good. It's a big, big situation. Yeah. And you've come out on top. You're going to be pumped. I, I don't think it's any different. I, I don't think a lot of the time there's meant to be any disrespect to the other team or anything like that. But they're getting paid big dollars now. To hit home runs, yeah, that's you know that that's why they're getting their big contracts to, to hit the ball out of the park, and they want to get crowds in, and that'll get crowds in. Bat, flip it, hit it over the fence, pump to your chest, think you're a hero, whatever. Yeah, as long as it doesn't get carried away. And that's what the kids are looking for these days. They they sort of they do that on the video games, as you say. It's it starts with the video games. The kids kids do that in the games, and then when they come to a live sporting event, they want to see their heroes sort of doing that, and sort of that's the expectation nowadays. I think there's uh, not as many consequences either 
Can you imagine that in the 90s basketball era when it was a bit rough and tough? When, you know, if someone did that, they probably would have got pushed over and punched in the face. Uh, if it was baseball, you know you're probably going to get one in the ribs next time you play someone. There's, mm. there's no consequences, I guess, like that in sport these days. Like it's it's frowned upon to do those sort of things now, whereas back in the day, that's what happened. It was, radio. here's one in the ribs, bang. Yeah, especially now in baseball, you know, someone does and there's a bit of bit of bit of chit chat and maybe try to a little bit of argy bargy, and then you know that bloke gets hit next time, and straight away umpires are going, oh well, we'll have a talk about this. Oh yeah, two weeks ago these guys played each other and there was a bit of biffo with that player, and oh that's probably intentional. Yeah, you're gone. Yeah, they just flick them straight away now. It's just mm. it's 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 all changed. Where before it would have been. Uh, Nolan Ryan would have punched the shit out of old mate that was hitting after he tried to charge him and then he would have walked back up, out on the mound with a bloody mouth and kept pitching. He did that. That's right. Yeah. Against Ventura. Right. He sort of hit him. They had their brawl. Umpire said, all right, yep, it's happened. Get on with the game. Yep. Everyone how, moved on. How was that one uh, on Instagram? I don't know if it was you, Dave, or Van Dyke sent me. Um, Blake got thrown at and missed him behind him and then he bunted bunted down the first baseline so he could crash tackle the pitcher. I can't even remember who it was, but yeah, same thing. Yeah. Well, I had a funny instance the other year. I was only a couple of years ago uh, playing second grade on the coast. And this, as you say, the unwritten rule, I came on to mop up a game or down by seven or eight. Leadoff guy gets on, he steals second. And I've just looked over there, yeah. coach. I'm like, what the hell? So first pitch, bang, missed the guy. So up and in. So, all right, I'll get him next pitch. Next pitch I missed, it's gone to the net. And it's like PJ, oh, uh, Paul Jones, was the uh, home plate umpire. He's come out and said, what's wrong with you, Dave? He said, you used to be able to hit people. <laughs> and he knew what was going on. He said, right, you've had your chance, haven't you? I said, yeah, I've stuffed up. All right, let's move on. Yeah. But he knew what was going on. He wasn't going to do anything about it. And that's when it clicked with their their coach. It's like, oh, hang on, how many are we up by? Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, it's just funny. It's like, what happened here? You used to be able to hit people. <laughs> but that's the old school mentality of us still. Like others would probably just let it go, but just a stubborn old fool. It's like Randall when he was playing in the father-son game the other year. <laughs> and um, I think it was James. It might have been Noah hitting for a home run. and Should have pimped it. Yeah. Bob Gibson. <laughs> yeah. Bob Gibson in his last major league start gave up a home run to a guy came up against him 10 years later in a veterans game or a seniors game or something, yeah. plugged him. So first pitch. First pitch because he still held resentment to giving up home run in his last career start. Yeah. So we had lots of uh, talking on, on the YouTube channel about uh, from this Zion thing earlier on about, you know, people holding resentment for, you know, to the next game or whatever. And that's a perfect example of, Athletes holding a grudge. It happens all the time in sport. Yeah. Right, fellas, we'll move on. Uh, what's the score on the cricket, Davo? Three for 41. Three in, for the, in the seventh, I think, or 42. Right. So uh, Sanger's in. He's 20 off 18, and Ross has just come in. He's five off eight. David so Rosser. Yeah, oh, not quite David Ross. Stop it. Uh Zampa's on bowling, so right, we're gonna we're gonna branch into the cricket, but uh I wanna share you this one. I know this isn't uh what you sent me earlier, Dovo, but this is brilliant. This is a bit of uh European cricket for you. Quality stuff, the European cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh. Look at old mate's pad. It's backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, this is brilliant. That that's an easy way for them to get runs. And I think, yeah, I've seen that before. I don't know if I've shared it with you guys, but yeah, oh. it's sort of like it's gone there and they've run three or four and so many misses. And um yeah, if you want to laugh check it out like there's so many clips 
on YouTube and all that. And it's still being shown on Fox Cricket and all ESPN, like the European Cricket League. And, yeah, hey, quality the Davos, stuff. The Davos could be earning Euros right now. You you could have your own team over there, Davo. Uh, I think so, mate. I, I can give my run for money. Oh, yeah. Uh, what What's happening in the world of cricket this week? Uh, well, we just we we polished off the windies. We did that pretty easy. The old goat, Nathan Lyon, cleaned him up, and Starkey. So uh, Stark he overtook Craig McDermott now for like eighth or ninth or something on the fast bowlers. Lyon took his four hundred fiftieth uh, wicket. So uh, the poor old windies, they're a shell of what they were, but uh, they they suffered injuries early, but. Um, so they'll head home now, and we move on to South Africa. Um, South Africa's out here for a couple of tests, so that should be a good, a good series. First game starts on Saturday up at the Gabba. Um, England, where they come from, they they just beat Pakistan in Pakistan again. So it's sort of like to have two victories ever over there and come out and go back to back is um, quite astounding, really. So they. They did well to, to wrap that up. Our Aussie women are over in India at the moment. Uh, we won the first 2020 pretty easy. Second one went down a super over. And wow. India India got there in the super over, but a hell of a game of cricket in front of over 40,000 fans. So Alyssa Healy has come out and said, like, hey, we lost, but what an atmosphere and what a thrill it would be for, for the ladies to be playing in front of that sort of crowd. Um so, yeah, that's tied one all. I'm not sure when the third game is, but it should be interesting. And as we've talked about, the, the Big Bash starts tonight. So nice. we've got the Stars and the Thunder going at it. So three for 46 after 7.4. So uh, Bolt's out here playing for uh, the Stars. So it should be interesting to see how the imports go. We've got the Sixers playing tomorrow night. So cricket is just ramping up. Beautiful. Summertime in Oz, in Oz. Every night. Most days and every night. Got to love it. Righto, Randall. Give us your uh, NFL for the week, mate. Bit we of NFL. Yeah. You can hear me all right, can you? Yeah. Yeah. My headphones are beeping again. I thought we are oh. going to have another week, another episode one where I uh, go flat. Not your dirty water. They might. No, mate. No, we're good. We're on the CCs tonight. Radio. Do you guys catch much of the uh, much of the NFL over the uh, over over the weekend? A little bit, mate. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. You for you too, Davo. Yeah. Yeah. I caught a little bit. I did have my work Chrissy party, so oof, I spent some time in the lounge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Rams, seventeen over the Raiders, sixteen. <sighs> yeah, and ended the poor old Raiders' w- winning run. They were three on the trot. Boom. Back to reality, champions. Yeah, didn't really set the world on fire that game, though. I did catch some of it. Didn't. And yeah, they're both they're both not playing well. <laughs> yeah, put it, put it nicely. It was a blood river match, wasn't it? it was. uh, the A the AFC East leading Bills defeated the Jets twenty to twelve. Did you guys get any of that? Only a little bit, and uh, Davo sent sent me through a pretty good stat. I think it was you, Davo. Yeah. Go with it. I think well, was that the first 10 plays in yeah. the game resulted in punts. So no no scoring plays in the first 10, 10 plays. So, like, I can't remember the last time a game started like that where there wasn't a field goal somewhere in there or a touchdown. But, yeah, so <laughs> they both teams were a bit rusty to start with. Absolutely. Some of those were, too, were like not – some of those drives were nine-carry – plays as well so it's yeah it, it wasn't just you know one two three punt or anything like that mm. they, they were actually making meters making yards sorry can't say meters can you then we had uh the browns defeated the bengals or defeated by the bengals 23 10 the texans they showed a bit of fight i don't know if you guys caught any of that they, yeah, um, a little. Had, the, they had the cowboys um but 10 points in the fourth quarter for the Cowboys gave them a 27-23 win. The Texans still only on their one one win for the year. Thought they were going to get it, but 
they couldn't hold on at the end. Looking for that draft pick. Yeah. Yeah, they're just tanking. Call them the Orioles. Um, the Lions. Oh. They're, they're, they're doing their best to close that gap after beating the Vikings. 34-23. Did you get that one, Hutto? I watched a little bit of it, mate. I wouldn't have picked it, that's for sure. No, it surprised me when I saw the score. Oh, mate, on uh, ESPN, uh, pardon the interruption, he's tipped that for the last three weeks that it will happen this week. (laughs) I I watched it. Yeah. I actually watched, I must have watched the same thing. I think I was watching Sports Center or something like that. And yeah, he was was adamant. He was adamant that the Lions were going to beat him. (laughs) And I'm sitting there going, this guy's kidding himself. But even three weeks ago, three yeah. weeks ago, he was talking up, going, yeah, yeah, yeah this is going to happen. Yep. Yeah, right. He kept saying it. Kept saying, they will beat him this year. They will beat him. And, it's like, and it was convincing too. <laughs> yeah, well, we said 34-23. Big. Yep. The Eagles, they're still flying high, 12-1. and one. They beat the Giants 48-22. Fair high in there. Giants done now, you think? Yeah, they're gone. I, they're, they're done. 100%. Yep. What do you reckon? Yeah. They've been pretty average the last few weeks, that's for sure. Yep. yep. I can't see them moving back up up the ladder. Uh, oh, which, which gave which gave the Eagles uh, playoff roster a spot too. Yep. A few weeks yeah. out, but they've already, yeah, got yeah. that playoff spot. Yep. They're, they're going to be sitting pretty now. Uh, the Ravens, my poor old Ravens, they had <laughs> the wounded birds. They somehow hung on to beat the Steelers, 16-14. A little bit of a late surge there from, from the Steelers. But um, Tyler Huntley, our, the backup quarterback, was in to replace Lamar. And um, gone, con- concussion protocols. So he, he didn't even see out the game. But, yeah, they hung in there somehow. Mind yeah. you, it was um, Steelers, Steelers weren't that great either, I don't no. think. Um, what else we have? Oh, yeah, the Jaguars thirty six over the Titans twenty two. Kansas City, Kansas City thirty four over the Denver Broncos twenty eight. Broncos made a game of it at the Ooh, end. It's like it was a nail biter. Yeah, it went how down about, to the wire. I was worried. How about that flick pass? Did you see oh, Mahomes' uh, flick pass? Yep. Yeah. He just does some freakish things, doesn't he? He does. I don't know if he'll play on here, uh, being a YouTube short. But uh, hang on, I'll, I'll fire it up. Yeah, actually, it won't work. Don't worry about me. All right. And the, the good thing about that game, Denver is now officially eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. they're gone. They're done gone and dusted. They're talking them up before the season. Russell Wilson's going to come over and do this, yeah. do that. Yeah, gone. Done yep. nothing. Yeah, he didn't see the game out either, did he? Uh, oh, I'm not sure. No. I didn't see. He didn't, he didn't see the game out. So. Yeah, right. Um, Panthers, they beat the Seahawks 30-24. to 24. The Dolphins, oh, the Dolphins, they've been upset by the Chargers. 23-17, they, they were trying to hang in there, but that, that hurts them a little bit, I think. Yeah, yeah. turn around now. Yeah, so they're just falling. They're falling away. So they'll they'll turn. I'm sure they'll turn around. They've been pretty good all year. Yeah. Um, the Patriots today, twenty seven, beat a pretty lackluster Cardinals. They um, did, I don't know if you guys caught much of that game or not, but uh, yeah, Murray got uh, carted off, didn't he? Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think the Cardinals played real well. They didn't have much much to offer. Nah. Do you you see much of that, Davo? Nah, no. Nah. Actually, I was doing a little bit of work for once, so yeah, it didn't. Me too. I know, scary, but yeah, I didn't see it. But I I did notice that Kyla got yeah, not stretched off, but carted off. Carted anyway. off. Yeah. Yep. And then the big one, the one that we sort of touched on a little bit earlier, Brady's Bucks. They were touched up by the 49ers, thirty-five to seven. With Brock Purdy leading yeah. the way for him, it was unreal to watch. And the San Francisco are now nine and four, which 
is massive for them, cementing their way forward, that's for sure. But Brock Purdy on debut, uh, what do you have? Uh, 16 from 21, 185 yards, two touchdowns, no intercepts. Uh, it was absolutely brilliant to watch. And he just annihilated Brady and the Bucks. Yep. Uh, Brady threw, they got two uh, intercepts off him in the third quarter. And it was just like game over. Yeah, their, their defense has really stepped up ever since yeah. they had that game. Was it Jaguars or something where they got touched up uh, pretty well? The defensive, they've just realigned and just they're giving up bugger all points. Yeah. So it just adds to it. So you can go out there, have your rookie quarterback, knowing like having the starting has, knowing that, yep, defense, we're going to keep them to about one or two touchdowns. That's it. So you just got to outdo that. It's got to be comfortable knowing your defense is going to do that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And I think what, what did the Bucks get? They only they had one touchdown in, in the third quarter or something. It was pretty much, I think we touched, said it before, 35 nil. Yeah. Pretty much all, all game. So, yeah, it's pretty easy to play behind that, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was 12 seconds ago in the third that yeah. they got their touchdown. And yeah. It was brilliant. Good to see. It'll be interesting to watch him uh, progress and see how much rain they give him. And, um, yeah, there was a couple of plays where they could have gone for field goal attempts, being, you know, fourth and I, th- I think it was fourth down and three, and they said, no, nah, go for it. And, you know, he ended up throwing, a, um, throwing one in on the fourth down and brilliant to watch. Yep. I really yeah, enjoyed it. good. Like you said, Brady got picked off twice. Yeah. I think you guys touched on it earlier as well. That yeah. One of the guys that picked picked him off actually when he got the balls ball signed by him. So Yeah. You know, that was good. That's class. That's class, isn't it? Like it was class. Know. Well, what do we got coming up, mate? I know uh I know San Francisco and Seahawks play uh first up. Their Thursday night game, so it's it was Friday our time, isn't it? Um, Colts, Vikings, the Ravens, and Browns. That'll be a good game, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. The the, the Ravens should do them. Dolphins and Bills would be a big one, mate. I think that'll, that'll be a good game. Dolphins that'll, next. That's, Dolphins that's a true test. Yeah, yep. Dolphins need to get that one game back in the division there. Yeah. Um, if the bill if the Bills win. They're just starting to run away after that, aren't they? Yeah. Other games in the middle I don't care about. Falcons, Saints, Steelers, Panthers, they're all five and eight or four and nine. Uh Eagles and Bears, Chiefs and Texans. Lions Cowboys. and Jets will be a good game. Should be a good game. That'll be a that'll be good. I think um the, the Bucks need to bounce back against the Bengals. Yeah. I say that because they need the Bengals to lose for the Ravens, but um yeah. What about it the... won't be easy for them, though. No, no, it won't. Another good one to watch will be the Giants and uh, Redskins. Uh, the Commanders, sorry. They're, they're Washington seven, Football Club. 751. Yeah, the Washington blokes that play football. Uh, that'll, be, that'll be interesting. Uh, we'll leave the NFL there. Soccer World Cup, just about done. Um, I haven't seen any of it this week other than highlights. You blokes seen any? Just highlights too. Yeah. Too early in the morning. Australia aren't playing. I did yeah. see there was two games that were both, you know, tied, went to penalty yeah. shootouts. Yeah, uh, both England, got, England, England got knocked out. That's that's good. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Brazil's out, so that's... Even better. Even better. Yeah, so Argentina, Croatia playoff uh, tomorrow morning, six a.m. And then, yeah, France and Morocco. France and Morocco the following. Wouldn't you love to see Morocco, uh, Croatia? Just, yeah. just underdogs. Just yeah. different. Yeah, it'd be good to see. Hey, David, how's that cricket going? Doesn't look real good at my end. Five for fifty-eight uh, <sighs> at, at drinks at the ten-over mark. So. Yeah, 
they're choking pretty well. Brutal. Standard. Pretty, pretty hard to play cricket shots with one hand around your neck. Yes. Did you both see any of the uh, ABL on the weekend? Not really. Only a little bit. Like I said, I was uh, a bit over, 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 overindulging. I did see Bossy's big, big ball. Mate, how's the commentator call a little flare in the left field? Yeah, he's I just hit a flare in the left field. Oh, tell the fence it's gone. <laughs> Apparently, it was yeah. wind assisted, boss. Doesn't count, mate. Please. Yeah. Crushed it. Yeah, the Giant, Adelaide Giants are 15 and 5, and they uh, take their win, win streak to 12. Mm. That was the biggest one on the weekend. So I watched uh, both their games, and uh, yeah, the. Bottom of the night, back-to-back home runs to win it. Back-to-back solo home runs to win it. Um, brilliant. Would have been nice to see that live uh, down there in Adelaide. It was um, quality matchups. Uh, Perth are 10 and 10, and Aces and Geelong Carrera, third and fourth. Bandits are 17 and three. Auckland, nine and six. Cavs eight and twelve, Blue Sox four and fifteen. So, looks like uh, you know might be Bandits heat going through at this stage, but who knows? Once we get the playoffs, what can happen? Just got to get there, don't you? That's it, Giants twelve in a row. Like yep. they like they started slow. After I think it was after the first round or second round, we're like, geez, what's happened to the Giants? We thought they were going to be better than what they are, and Sure yeah. enough, here they here they come. They're back now, aren't they? 12, 12 game winning streak will do that for you. Yep. Yeah, pitching solid too. It was great to great to see uh, some of their pitching. Um, I didn't catch any of the other games this week, so I can't really comment on any of the others. Watched a little bit of the Cavs uh, early on, but yeah, switch it over to the Giants game um, on the Saturday night. I think it was. It was. It was good to watch. Anything from you boys uh, around the grounds? No, no, that's a, not a lot really happening, sort of, besides that. Randall, got nothing? Just the MLB drafts, mate. They're happening. Yep. Oh, that's the big trades and yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, the drafts, the – um. Did I, actually, sorry. speaking of the drafts, did any of you guys catch the um, draft lottery? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> so, Pirates are still winning. It's the first thing Pirates have won for a while. <laughs> it was something a bit different. I, I didn't catch all of it, and I haven't still haven't got my head quite around how it all works. But, yeah, I sort of watching it, I'm like, bloody hell. Like, watching Orioles getting 18th pick and looking at teams like <laughs> that are getting picks, you know, before them going, bloody hell. Poor yeah. old poor old. Poor old Orioles, they're going to have to stop being shit. The Giants, uh, I think they're only a couple above you, mate. Yeah. And Red Sox people. just in front of them. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. I'm used to getting picked number one, mate. So, <laughs> the other teams, uh, they just got – so, Houston obviously won it, so they got 30th, didn't they? So, they the, the last 12 teams just slotted in on finish order or something, wasn't it? Uh, the, the, top, the, the top 12? Yeah, the top 12 order. finished from last year, slotted in at the bottom. And then the rest, they get a percentage chance depending on where you finished, yeah. Yeah. So obviously those teams that had the worst record will have a, a higher percentage chance of getting first pick, but it's still random. Yeah. You know, they get Good. They, they get 100 shares out of 200, and then the rest, other 100 are split across. NBA need to do something about that to stop that tanking from this time in the season. Bit of that going on, I think. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, let's talk about some of the uh, big signings. I know we're yes. talking about Vasquez to uh, the Twins on a three-year deal. Yep. Um, what else you got? Lots. But look right right back to when we last sort of spoke. We had straight off the bat, we had Andrew Andrew Heaney to the Rangers on a two year yep. deal. Yep. We had 
Mitch Hanniger to your Giants, Otto. Oh, yeah. That's a nice, that's a nice pickup on a three-year deal. 43 and a half mil. That's pretty happy handy. with that. Andy's still a pretty young bloke. Had Bellinger to the Cubs. Yep. Had Josh Bell to Cleveland. That's a good pickup for the, that's a, that, the Guardians, Indians, whatever. Whatever that's they are, a, that's Cleveland that veteran, baseball team. That's that veteran bat in that young lineup. Especially him and him and Ramirez in there. That's a solid one two in the middle of the lineup. Bloody oath. Bloody oath. That's really good. Um, two one Walker to the Phillies for four year deal. I reckon that's a big one for the Phillies. That's a that's a good little pickup for them mm. for their pitching. Um Jamison Talion, actually, I was surprised with going to the Cubs. Four year deal, sixty eight million. They're yeah, obviously throwing a bit of coin. So they're trying to bolster. They're probably a bit uh, embarrassed from last year. Yep. Uh, uh, Wilson Contreras, not to be confused with William Contreras. Wilson Contreras to the Cardinals. Five-year deal, 87.5 mil. I think he was almost a lock to be Yardy's replacement, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. They, they could have signed him for two bucks and he would have, he would have still gone there. Because Yardy's staying with the organisation, so it's like, yeah. There was a good meme about that, actually. Wainwright, it had a picture of Wainwright and Yardy <laughs> saying, you, do you think we can get 317 starts or whatever? <laughs> whatever <laughs> <the number is>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. Um, Who's A Quintana to the Mets on a two-year deal? What do you think about that? Solid three or four, number three or four starter. So you need your back end now. guys. Yeah. In, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Could drop down a fifth now of signing that the Japanese pitcher. Yeah. Yep. In saying that, they've now let Bassett go. Obviously, they, well, sorry, they didn't let him go. They didn't sign, re sign him. Yes. So he's now gone to the Blue Jays for, on a three year deal. I thought he was good. Yeah. At the Mets, I thought he was, he was a pretty reliable starter for them so like i guess they they see different bits and pieces in different guys i suppose but yeah um, you're fitting with the club yep yeah that's it um your red Sox, davo kenley kenley jansen on a two-year deal that's a pretty handy little uh end piece to your yeah. uh, bullpen probably something you guys have been lacking a little bit yeah it is has been could use another starter or two, but um, well, every club could. But yeah, no, that's that solidifies the bullpen. We had a few guys that were sort of more set up guys than anything, but they had a um, closer by committee, which doesn't work. But to hand a ball to someone like Jansen, who's proven uh, to go out there and get you get your saves, it's a good step up. Yep, he's probably a guy they haven't seen a lot too in that AL East. Mm. Um, obviously Judge. That's the one that everyone wanted to know about, but no one really cared about. Uh, Aaron Judge staying at the Yankees nine years for three hundred and sixty million. What about my um Giants jersey that's on the way, number ninety nine? I'm shattered. <laughs> Spewing. Shattered. I, ho- I hope you wasn't. I hope you didn't pay for it, mate. I'm just going to turn it up. I'm just going to be doing handstands. I'm going to be number 66 now, mate. <laughs> yeah. Good one uh, for my dog to wear. Um, Olympus Diaz going to Oakland. <laughs> going to Oakland from uh, previously at uh, Houston on a two-year deal for 14 and a half mil. Yeah, I'm, I thought they would have kept him there, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe because he didn't perform in the uh, postseason, they didn't want him. Maybe, mate. Anyway. Unless and... the, the A's have got someone. Yeah. That's that, the, the team list we sent through before where uh, last year's roster, there's only one person left. Or the starting lineup. Starting lineup from last year, there's just one person left from that whole team. Right. He's dr- and he's a drug cheat. Yeah. No wonder there's um, no one going to the A's games. Yeah, well, that's it. They really are. They really are trying to do a uh, major league, aren't they? Yeah, just relocate. Relocate. Um, Brooks Rayleigh was a trade actually that popped up <clears throat> from 
Tampa Bay to the Mets. So he he was fairly handy there for um Tampa Bay throughout the year at, yeah. in that middle middle of the order middle rotation I should say rotation bullpen get your shit right. What else did we have in there today? The the uh, big three way trade three club trade. Did you see that one? Yeah, nine players. Yeah, so the, the notable the notables obviously Sean Murphy from from Oakland to the Braves. Yep, um, is probably what up there. There's probably not too many catches ahead of him defensively in the MLB at the moment. I'd, I'd assume JT Remilto. Yeah. Well, now Yardy's gone. He's, I'd say he's yeah. probably the number one defensive catcher. You think over JT Remilto? Oh, it'd be close. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. You think the cavernous um, Oakland Coliseum, if yep. he's catching half his games there and Sort of not meant not much to win a gold glove there. Yeah. Uh, it's a fair effort. Yep, agreed, agreed. So I, I think that's a massive move by the Braves. Mind you, they do. <clears throat> it makes me wonder what's going to happen with Travis Darno. Yeah, back you know, up, he, back up he, now. But he he held his own. And he was he was sharing it with William Contreras, mm. who is now moving to the Brewers in part of that trade. And going to have to Oakland, there's not a lot. I think. Um, Manny Pena, you know, old school catcher from the Braves is going to to Oakland. That's the rest were just sort of names. I was like, oh, I don't really know these names. Mm. Um, must have seen something in them. Yeah, well, it's it's interesting to see um, what's happening there. But yeah, a bit of a catcher swap. Yeah, but I think for the Braves, that's a big move for them. They, although again, yeah. Travis Darno has, hasn't done anything wrong, and in those big games, boy, does he step up. Mm. He's always he's always a bloke that'll come out there, extra base hits or a sneaky home run, or yeah, definitely might, can put bat on ball. Might get some at bats at DH. Maybe, maybe depends, I suppose, doesn't it? There with that at um, at, at Atlanta. Mm. Never know. Who else do we have? We had Trey Turner sign. Yep. Don't forget the uh, Rule Fives as well. There was about, I think there was about twelve or thirteen Rule Five drafts. Yep. Um, those that don't know the Rule Five draft, they have to remain active in the team they're going to's forty man for the whole season. If they don't um, remain active, they can option to go back to the other club for half a price. I think it's fifty grand or something, isn't it? Mm. Yep. Um. Yeah, but they have to stay up in that um, forty-man active squad for the season. So, who else are we missing? Who are we Xander? Missing? Xander, Xander off to off to Bogarts, off to the Padres for eleven years. That was um, Which now they're talking Yanks are sort of kicking the tires of the Padres to inquire about uh, Tatis. So, but who knows what come what might come of that? But apparently, they've now fallen out of the Carlos Correa sweepstakes so uh yanks don't want him but uh sean Mer- uh no manera sean manera went to the um, he Manaya. went to the giants yep. he went to the giants didn't he yep. sure yep. two year deal 25 mil yeah it's a good good little pitcher a good pitching spot there did you mention nimo before no no, no he resigned nimo eight year i think it was eight year contract yep. so yep and they signed the Japanese pitcher as well. Yep. Oh uh, yes, he was. And a also, big uh, the Mets signed uh, uh, David Robinson from Phillies. Ah uh, yes, as well. Yep. So on a one-year deal, yeah. it's so been it's been going off. Yeah. Yeah. So different to last year. Last year we came to Christmas and there was just nothing done. Yeah. Where this year I think players are just wanting to get deals done because they don't know what money's going to be around after Christmas. So yeah, get in early. Yeah, last quality. year we had we had the strike coming up last year too, and I think everyone sort of knew it was happening. A few of those blokes jumped on real early to get their money, and then a lot of them were all sort of left in limbo, weren't they? I think it's good for the clubs too, getting in before Christmas, and they can sell their merch and yep. Christmas presents mm. and. Things like that. So, so it does leave it does leave a few names though still sitting on that sitting on the bench, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Carlos Correa. 
Yeah. As we just now mentioned. Him. Carlos Radon. Right on, yeah. I don't like He's I know, I'm pre- I think Giants, he has to. I think the Orioles are chasing him actually. They've got uh I'm, I'm not kidding you. They what 50 cents for the next 412 years. Now they're saying their payroll is going to be about 74 million next year and they've got no other sort of real commitments. Yeah. So they're saying they and that's what they want. They want one big pitcher. So yeah. in their as left left-handers go, they have John Means in their starting rotation currently, and that's it. Yeah. So he he would fit. Whether or not he'd want to go there is a different story. Um, what happened to our Aussie mate Wells? Yeah, he he ended up with an injury last year, so he came in. Yeah. He was throwing in like middle middle relief, yeah. and then yeah, hurt his shoulder, is it, or maybe his elbow, and that's it. He finished out pretty much the season. Damn. So he, he sort of disappeared from halfway through, but who knows what'll happen for him next year. There's plenty of pitching to come through for them, but yeah. um, we'll see. Dansby nice. Swanson hasn't signed. Yeah. Sanchez, catch up. Gary, Gary Sanchez, um, Andrew Benatendi. Yeah, um, Benatendi, he's probably becoming that sort of fourth outfielder guy, sort of platoon left-hander off the bench sort of thing. Like, yeah, he had an right yep. season last year, but previous couple before that wasn't wasn't too hot. No. J.D. Martinez as a J.D. DH, he hasn't signed. So there's still still a few names out there. Michael Conforto hasn't signed anywhere. Um, actually, in, uh, Dave, I'm talking about needing pitching at, at the Red Sox. Um, Nathan Eovaldi hasn't signed anywhere yet either. No, I've seen that one today. Yeah, he was so hot and cold for the Red Sox. You just didn't know what you're going to get with him. So yeah. I think that hurt his his value. He might come back. He might sign cheap and have a great year and throw. Up, he might just do a one year deal, have a great year, and then throw stock back up. But yeah, it's it's hard to say of him the way he pitched last year. Yeah, a couple yeah. of been little injuries here and there, but yeah, that's been the Red Sox' biggest problem, hasn't it? Pitching, staying healthy. Yeah. Sale. Sale for two years. Like yep. Premier pitcher in the in the in the division. In the Give league. Big money to Avaldi and then he was hot and cold, out injured for a while. So Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyone else you can think of that hasn't signed yet that would be on the watch list? No, I've got nothing else, mate. No, no. It'll come to us at about two o'clock tomorrow morning. Yeah. No, it won't. Not You're that not early. old, Randall. You don't have to need to get up and have a, a pee stop two o'clock in the morning. Terrible, mate. Terrible. Hey, um, while we're shooting around the grounds with sports, what about our old mate Scotty Moyer on the weekend? Got a, on the podium, third uh, in your feature race at Golden Speedway on the weekend. Chippy, if you list the mate, good on you. I know you don't have your car at the moment. Having some issues with your car and uh, jumping in at someone else's car and still finishing third. It's a fair effort. Good in, on you, in... mate. Randall, you still with us? Uh, I'm back. He's back. But good and on you, Chibi. Fellas. Now the V8s next year will be different, like no more yeah. no more Commodores. So Camaro versus uh, the Mustang. So be interested to see how people take that. Those cars are unreal to listen to, though. They're just a different sound. Interesting. Uh, interesting with V8 lovers, what their uh, what their thoughts are. Mm. And um, yeah, I was always a Holden Holden fella growing up, but yeah, now I just like to watch all of it, so I don't mind who wins. And just did you see the celebration by Van Van Gisbergen, like doing the donuts parked against the wall? Still sort going. Of wedged his wedged his boot under the accelerator. Still doing burnouts. Went out, grabbed the trophy. Like that's that's made headlines around the world now yeah. about how cool that was. So it's great great promotion for for the V eights. Yeah. How good was that though? Just to wedge it there. Yeah. Just knows his car. And still in gear. Yeah. So. Randall, you can't hear us, can you? 
Yeah, we'll talk about him, Dave. He'll yeah, probably, he's not going to watch it back, so we can no. say whatever we want about him. <laughs> uh, mate, we might leave it there and um, call it a night. Randall's, I think so. We've tripled enough. Randall's there watching with a Christmas tree blinging in the background. and Well, it's 7 yeah. for 89 in the 15th for the old uh, Thunder. Yeah. So it's going to be tight, but they're struggling a bit. Well, Randall sent us a message. He can't hear us. Uh, I'm not even going to text him back. We'll just talk about him. But, you know, he's there having a good giggle. I can okay. hear you can't speak. Well, that's normal. <laughs> got, uh, got nothing. But um, anyway, we'll talk about the Christmas party that we're having at Randall's house soon. We'll let everyone know the date and uh, invite everyone around. Big time at Randall's place. But, oh, you can hear us now, Randall. Yeah, nice. Oh, fellas, have a good week. Sign up. Been off. a pleasure as always. No worries, Damo. Take it easy, mate. See you, Randall.